Here we are. We're back. You know, if it's two o'clock on a Monday, it lacks the connects time. It is. We should just have, that should be a thing. Like, at a national level, you set your watch and clock. The Lancaster Connects uh-huh. time Mondays at 2. That's right. That's right. Do we turn on our light? I don't think I turned on the light. There we go. Now it's official. Yes. Now it's official. We're on that. <laughs> we had the light. We've got to use it. That's right. That is right. Well, welcome to another great episode of Lancaster Connects. The show puts some shine, as I like to say, on the Lancaster community, great charities, great organizations, great people, um, helping our community out, doing great things to make it a better community. And we believe that that's, uh, we believe the reason for our show to exist is to help do that. Does that sound right at all? Yes. And it's the painkillers thought. (laughs) 74th episode. We're almost at that like milestone 75th episode. Yeah. Yeah. Doing this for two years now. I think the milestones are more like a That's probably right. That's probably right. 75 is good when you're married for that many years. Oh my gosh. Can you, you imagine being married for 75 years? Sure. It's fantastic. But could you wipe the water in the shed? <laughs> well, I mean, like, look how you just said that. How, how old are you? After being be? married for 75 but, years? No, I didn't mean it like that. But you said. Like, rewind the tape. <laughs> the average life expectancy is barely 75. To be married for 75 years, you're going to be like, you know what I mean? You, you know, you, it looked like nine, you, uh, you'd be 90. Yeah, I got married at 15. <laughs> you got married a little later than 15. 95 if you got married at 20. That, that's kind of reasonable. So I'm sure there's some 70. But hey, I love my there, wife. Right? And if I make it to 75 years with Stephanie, I'll be just over the moon. There you go. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Well done. What'd you do this weekend? We're just gonna, yeah, we're just gonna, we're just gonna wrap. We're just gonna move on. You're not gonna, you're not gonna take the same. I know, I'm not gonna look opportunity to say. No, I'd, uh, I got married at 26, so I'd have to be 101. I know I'm not gonna make it to 101. I would love to make it there with my wife to 101, but I don't think it's happening. Hey, I'm fixing to become bionic. <laughs> True, you're gonna have a whole lot of metal or plastic. What do they, what do they put in you? It's, uh, it's composite. It's composite. Oh, yeah. So I got news. Perfect. Finally confirmed it. Um, full knee replacement in January. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, subsequent found out need both hips replaced. Um, you're an old man. So I will be bionic man come the new year. So yeah. So episodes, I don't know, 80 something will be this guy on his own for a couple in a row. Um, you, you, you could do it from your bed, you know, like hang it out. <laughs> Rehab with Jeff. I think you'll be okay. <laughs> I think I think you'll be okay. Um, but, Check in on Jeff. But yeah, yeah. Remote dial in. <laughs> It'd be awesome. There's Jeff. <laughs> he's okay. He took a couple pain pills an hour ago. He's he's doing he's doing good. But uh, but anyway, um, um, yes. So our show is not about two guys goofing around. It's about helping our community. Uh, I don't even know how we got off of that topic. But anyway, I don't know. Um, about helping our community. We've been doing it for 74 episodes now. And if, you know, if you are with a charity, with a local hero or a business that gives back and want to be on our show, go ahead and reach out to us. You go to LancasterConnects.com slash guest. 
to do that. We'd love to have you on. And it's really a show about the, you know, the battle on Main Street, big versus small, right? Really uh, given a little bit of uh, platform and light on those doing good. Yeah, on, on, on Saturday, I actually visited one of our past guests, mm-hmm. uh, the Railroad Museum of Pennsylvania, uh, out there in Strasburg. Um, we made a donation to them and they gave us some complimentary passes. So, uh, Julian and I had, uh, the afternoon off. Uh, Lindsay and Amelia went to do a, a volunteer thing. So, uh, we were kind of men about town. Yeah. As opposed, to, as opposed to Julian's normal Saturday where he's like, Doing slave labor somewhere? <laughs> right, 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 right. Child labor. You know, on the couch watching TV and okay. playing with friends outside. But yeah, no, we were, we, uh, we did some local shopping in Lidditch. We had a nice lunch at Rooster Street Butcher. If you're ever in Lidditch and need a good lunch, it's awesome. I could never get my child. How old's Julian? Third grade? Third grade. Yeah. So that's nine. Yeah. He had a cheeseburger. And there's no, yeah. There's no way I could get my kids to a place of nine, like Rooster Street. He had a cheeseburger fries, but I had this like pork and bacon burger. It was amazing. It, it said our famous on it. So I had, I had to try it. But then we went to the, the railroad museum and it was really cool. A uh, really great experience. Lots of old trains. You could go in. Julian got to like, you know, be the train conductor. He nice. thought that was super cool. But, um, I saw, you know, uh, Patrick Morrison runs the museum. I saw him. He was in his conductor outfit, um, you know, giving a tour. So I couldn't say hello, but, um, thanks for the tickets. And it was, it was a great time. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Very good. Yep. Very good. Well, uh, we'll just take a few seconds because I can't help it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Season <laughs> rolls on. College football, the picture's becoming clear. Um, our producer, Chris, from Cast Ahead, is a big Michigan fan. They're number two. So college ball. Um, yeah, you just gave us a price increase on hosting podcasts. Just, our guest is probably doing the same thing right. too. Oh, yeah. He, see, he can control the, the graphics. Yeah. But, uh, so he's happy with Michigan at number two and, uh, Penn State's happy with, I guess, the Rose Bowl burst where it, we've got that. So yeah, it's a pretty big deal. You know, a lot of football going on. It's pro season is really heating up. You had some upsets. Detroit won again. Detroit's won like four in a row, which yeah. again is Chris from Cast Ahead. If you need anything podcasting, um, he's probably really can't believe it. His team's won like four in a row, but they have. Had that ever happened? Before? And and his division, the <laughs> NFC North, is so so wackadoo. Um, yep, Detroit Lions rebuilding since '57. Um, they put the rebuild in rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that division, I don't know. The AFCs, well, no, they're NFC. So yeah. Uh, anyway, they're making a run of it. If if they're not going to get in, which they probably won't, but they're at least going to spoil some people's paths to playoffs which is fun i saw there were a lot of quarterback injuries like garoppolo's out for the season unfortunately uh tua went out Uh, maybe somebody else yep lamar jackson hurt his knee but you know who's still going strong running all over defenses you can throwing all over defenses well this week we were throwing all over yeah well yeah right last week it was running all over yeah we're just we're just gonna show you now what's all gonna happen to you week over week so I'm an Eagles fan. We're very happy about that. And, um, you know, all eyes are on this Christmas Eve game between the Eagles and the Cowboys. So we'll see. I have a theory and I'm just going to leave it at that, but I have, oh, a we're not going to know this theory. I will just share it. I, I want to ruin the Cowboys Christmas. <laughs> it's cool. 
lump of coal in their stocking with a loss. Put yep. it that way. All you want for Christmas is the Cowboys won. And then he goes, yeah, the Eagles won. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, like, we'll say that on a t-shirt. So that's that. Um, we have a great guest. It's not our anticipated mm-hmm. guest, but a guest, I guess, of the same feather. Michael is looking a little bit different yeah. today. So welcome to the show, uh, Alexandra Bunn from the Lancaster Barnstormers. Uh, Mike Reynolds had to uh, fill in elsewhere today. So we were able to have Alexandra join us. So welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, we're glad you're here. Alexandra, you're the director of fan experience at the Lancaster Barnstormers in Clipper Magazine Stadium. What, what does that mean? So basically, I'm in charge of all of the promotions, giveaways, anything that happens on the field, pregame, postgame, in between innings. Pretty much anything that isn't the baseball that's happening either on the field or um, on the video board kind of runs through me and my department. And, it, you know, if you've ever been to a Lancaster Barnstormers game, I mean, the baseball, we'll talk about the baseball a little bit. The baseball is, you know, an awesome product. The team is great. A lot of great players. But like, you know, there's so much going on in that ballpark between inning, before the game, after the game. Like, you're in charge of putting all that stuff together? Yes. That, yeah, you do the show within the show. Yes. And it's then in minor league, it's really all about all of the entertainment. You know, you hope the team's good, but we, we carry the brunt of the entertainment. Yeah. And that's not, that's not an insult to the baseball players. It's just, no, it's just the reality of what it is. Yeah. 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 Thankfully, this year we had both. Well, let's talk about that. So, like, what happened this year to like different than the years? past? I mean, was it players? Was it coach? Was it like, I mean, championship is awesome, right? Yeah, we, so um, I can give you the real reason and then I can give you our theory behind it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, we, we did the team rename. That was the first weekend of July. We became the Lebanon Iron Masters and that started our, um, our streak of winning. So we think that that was Maybe the secret reason behind behind the stroke of luck. But no, I think it had a lot to do with filling. In the past few years, we had a problem filling holes in the middle of the season when we had call-ups or or big... We had a lot of really big, big injuries. Um, and we still continued to play well. And our team just really... They got along and they were they had really good chemistry. And I think it was just everything put together made for the perfect season. And then, the, then you guys ended up winning the championship in three games, three out of five, right? Took them all. Yes. Took them all, which um, I don't know how much you know about the history of the Barnstormers, but every time we've won, that's um, it's like exactly how it happened was how it happened um, this year. So it was eight years apart, 2006, 2014, 2022, eight years apart. We uh one, two on the road and swept at home with rain That's in the crazy. forecast. Like down, down to the weather, it was <laughs> it was identical. So um That's wild. So yeah, I mean that's cool like every eight years, but like you want to win before another eight years, right? Like, you know, we're living next year. Yeah. Okay, right, right. Like, like it, <laughs> we're, done, it, we're done with that. It would be fine to break that 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 trend or streak, right? For sure. Yeah. It was fun being on the other end of it, but now now that we're eight years in no, no, we'll win next year. Yeah. So we'll break that. How was, uh, how was fan attendance throughout the playoffs? It was really, really good. Um, playoff attendance is tough because 
unless you win the first half, which we haven't in quite some time, you you have about a week or two weeks um, maximum to sell tickets for your playoff games. We we knew that we were probably going to clinch, so we actually put our playoff tickets um, on sale ahead of time. But you have not that much time to fill the stadium in a football high school football dominated area um, Friday nights and schools happening, and we were so so thrilled with the attendance that we had, not only for the first round, because those were Tuesday, Wednesday games, but the Friday that we ended up winning was um, one of the best nights here at the stadium since I've been here. It was one of the most full I've ever seen it. That's awesome. And what does, what does a win like this, you know, a championship for the city, what, what does this mean for the city, the fans, the, the diehard fans that are there every night? Like, what does this mean for them? Well, I mean, I think it definitely means a lot to the diehard fans just because they're here. But I think it means even more to the community that might not know so much about the Barnstormers that, you know, they can take them seriously and understand that um, we're a good team and we have a good product here. You know, um, question, um, you know, uh, maybe the average uh, fan uh, of, of baseball or, or the average person in Lancaster might not know who was on the team. Like, no, I'm not talking like specifically, but like, some of these players have been in the majors. Some have been in the minor league system, may have been drafted by a major league team. Uh, others may not have any major league experience. Uh, what it, how is the team made up and how is it, you know, comprised? Yeah. So we, I think this is your question. We have both ends of the spectrum, really rarely anyone in the middle. We have people that aren't quite done yet. Um, that still, they're a little bit too old to be not too old to be in the majors, but they're getting too old to be signed or be taken seriously, but they're not quite... Um, they don't want to be done. They want to keep playing. So we have that end. And then we have people that don't have enough experience that could probably make it in the majors and end up getting called up mid-season, but they just don't have quite as much experience or they're not quite ready yet. So we have those. Um, and then every once in a while, we'll get them powerhouses in the middle of their career that um, just need a little bit of time here. And then they end up getting called up as well. Yeah, right. Like they they fizzled out up here, mm -hmm. come to the Barnstormers or any other independent team and uh, kind of reinvigorate their career and and get that call back up. I mean, that, that's got to feel good as, a, as an organization to have a player. I mean, it, it kind of sucks to lose a player to the major leagues, but like you got to feel good for that that player that you helped move on, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, selfishly, yeah, it's a bummer when we lose players, but that's the reason we have the league. That's the reason we exist. So we're always, we're always really happy for them. That's yeah. awesome. Amy uh, is going to be moving into the county soon. So she's looking to move into Quarryville. That's cool. By next summer. And uh, looking forward to being a Barnstormers fan. So, oh, that's there awesome. We go. Yeah. So, Amy, we've got all the Barnstormers info in the post that you're, you're checking this out on Facebook. So just look in the post and, you can get, uh, I'm sure there's a way to sign up and join the news email list for all things Barnstormers. So make sure you're connected to them. But um, so the ballpark itself, so you were voted the favorite ballpark for the second year in a row. Is that right? Third year. Oh, third, third year. year. Yeah. All right. We stand correct. Our year's running. That's great. Our researcher had a, had a rain fart on that one. <laughs> It's okay. Yeah. Every year, um, the verbiage changes a little bit. <laughs> um, the first year, we were technically independent. And then we announced our partnership with MLB. So now we're an MLB partner league. 
So I think that maybe that's why it only said two years, uh, but three yeah. years, that's ballpark. Very good. Yeah. So what what did that mean? Like, like best ballpark in the minor league system, like including all of the major league affiliates and everything, everybody? So it's um, a contest held on Baseball Digest. So it's fan voted. Um, okay. And anyone can vote as many times as they can. I think it's one, it's, it is one time per device per day. So you can vote as many times as you want. So it's really about who wants it the most. Okay. But I mean, that's cool. Like, cause, you know, nobody outside of Lancaster really is voting for the Barnstormer Stadium or Clipper Magazine Stadium. So right. that speaks yeah. to yeah. the, to the fan base and the support you have, uh, you know, from the community. Yeah. 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 Very good. So, um, if people listening and watching haven't clued in, Barstormers baseball and the stadium, it's, it's really more about the community than it is about baseball. Right. I mean, I, we've had, yeah. we've had the pleasure to talk to the owners of the team off and on over the years. We actually just saw Bob, uh, at the Universal Fitness. Our guest oh, next week is Universal. Great. They had an open house. We just saw Bob there. Uh, and we're, and we were talking, um, you know, about, you know, about the business of the bait of baseball and of the stadium briefly. And, you know, over the years, we've had opportunity to ask them questions that maybe the average, uh, you know, the, the everyday fan doesn't just, just doesn't get the opportunity to. Um, but, you know, I'd be remiss to not share this. Uh, these guys have built this for the community. They really have. And when I've gotten to talk to the chances to talk with them, um, that's always come through. So I really think they deserve an attaboy for their commitment because it's a very expensive commitment. You know, like, like Lancaster connects us for the people, but we're playing on a much, much smaller scale, uh, than, than the barnstormers are. Um, yeah, you make money, but you also spend a lot of money and you guys have created something, uh, really great for the community. So let's dig into, you know, what the stadium means to the city, how you use it beyond baseball and some of these other events that you do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We, so it's funny you say that because that is, uh, Mike, his number one spiel is that we're, we're not just a baseball team. We're a community center. And it took a little while for, um, I started here in 2017. So I've been here for a few years, but it took a while for people to take us seriously as a community center. And I think that it was actually um, COVID is when people started to come here because we were such a huge venue that we were able to host um, very small scale events, but we were allowed to have people here and people were coming out for movie nights and anything that we would host, people would come here. And and now people think of us as not just um, a baseball team, but a community center. Yeah. What's, what's unique about the baseball stadium, I mean... Yeah, you know, people think of the bar store where they, or they, they pass the stadium and like, oh yeah, that's where the baseball's played. But like, there's no other outdoor venue that's as large as and has the yeah. infrastructure as the baseball stadium, right? Right. Yeah. We were, I mean, last year we were hosting proms, graduations, anything, oh, anything wow. that you could have, we were having. And I know over the years you've had concerts and expos. Maybe you could talk a little bit about some of those things that you've had, you've hosted. Yeah, absolutely. The, um, the only thing that we don't have that other people have is a roof. So, so the rain thing yeah. is always our number one problem. Um, mm -hmm. but 
So sometimes concerts are extremely successful. Sometimes, you know, you wake up and it's raining and then they're not so successful. But we've, we've had a lot of concerts. We've had, um, we've had chamber expos here. We had the chamber dinner here in 2021, in 2021. We had, um, you know, the big Lancaster chamber dinner. And again, um, just space wise, it worked out really well. We had Clark Associates there. Mm. I, I want to say 50th. I could be wrong. I'm sorry if I am. Um, they're huge staff parties. So people are having private events, um, public events, really anything um, you can host. We're having it here. Yeah. Where, where are those events held? So like Clark, for example, is, um, I know you have the, the boxes that, you know, surround the stadium that are, uh, weatherproofed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then of course you have the concourse and you have the, the broken bat. I think it's called the broken bat, uh, craft yeah. beer area in the pavilion. Um, are these events just kind of scattered throughout the, the stadium when you have them? So that one specifically was actually on the field. Oh. And, cool. um, and that was really cool. We paired with Atomic and they had all these huge structures and there was food trucks all lined There's- along the warning track and a band and a stage and, and that, um, so that was on the field. But a lot of times we'll do things on the concourse. We, if even we can fit a stage at the end of the concourse and have like, um, round table seating. So if we ever need to have like an award ceremony or something, there are weatherproof ways to do it. It's just you have to get creative. Maybe, maybe our 50th can be on the field. Yeah. I don't know, Ben. Are we going to make it for our 50th? Yeah. I heard what you said about the wedding anniversary. How old do we have to be? Let's reverse that. Yeah, that's true. Let's, uh, what, 19? No, 18 years. Okay, 40. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Amy's asking, how old is the stadium? And uh, was there a sponsor before Clipper or are they the first sponsors? Um, so the stadium opened in 2005. That was the inaugural season. And so Clipper... Magazine, I think this is the question. Clipper Magazine has been the naming rights sponsor for um, since we opened. Yeah. Yeah. And the connection there is that the owners of the team used to own, yeah. or maybe still have interest, I don't know, but at one point were the creators driving force ownership of Clipper Magazine. Uh, I think. Yeah, since, they sold it, but they yeah. still have a relationship, a very close relationship with them. Yeah. So, so that's that connection there. So we use the stadium as a community hub. You guys are really smart, and gals, I should say, guys and gals, everybody there is really smart about using it as a hub and creating all these new fun events. It's Christmas season, so let's talk about all that you've got going on uh, for the holidays, for Christmas. Yes. So we have, um, if you are just driving past the stadium, you could probably see the drive through light show. Which is, um, it's actually Chris Brink. He's the owner of the drive through light show. He sets up his, he's an engineer, um, and he sets up his own lighting and it goes to the radio station. So that has been happening nonstop, um, every Christmas, five years in a row. Mm. The first year when they were here in 2018, we also, um, paired it with Christmas tree lane, which is what we do, um, on the concourse inside the stadium with all of the Christmas trees and we, um, sell them to businesses and then they represent a nonprofit. And we have everyone come in and vote for their favorite tree. We also have a web page so you can vote. And every single vote is a dollar. And um, those proceeds go back 100% to the nonprofit that they are representing. 
And then on top of that, the um, top three trees with the most votes receive additional um, donations. And then also we have media come in and be like judges. So then they vote based on decorating. That way there's also an incentive for there to be good decorating as well. So we have prizes for the top three based on decorations as well. And that we've been doing that since 2018, but we had to take a year off because of COVID and then we didn't do it last year. So um, this is our third year doing that inside the stadium too. And we we have a bunch of things going on with that, with that as well. We have Santa here um, every night. We have uh, choir performances almost every night. And then we have some special nights where we have reindeer and um, some special one-off events. Yeah, and we've got, uh, this is why it pays to watch the show. Um, although I think most of our people do tune in to watch. Uh, you can catch the show. There's a little commercial for it. You can catch it on Facebook live stream, LinkedIn live stream, YouTube live stream on all of our channels. You can also connect it, connect to it on audio. And um, so it pays to watch the video because right now on the screen, we have the Christmas light show. It's really cool. Which is like really great. And it's hard to think that this happens inside a baseball stadium. But it does inside yeah, and around. Awesome. Um, and you, you get to drive on the warning track. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So you get to drive right cool. through. Carefully. Yeah. Yeah. No donuts. Very <laughs> carefully. So you, uh, you <clears throat> Southern Lancaster County four by four truck guys, just uh, keep it in first gear and, and just uh, keep it low key. Take her easy. Take her easy. Yeah. Go, we can go yeah. get her done elsewhere. And I'm, and I'm, <laughs> I'm a truck guy, so I'm in the club. All right. So don't get upset at me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Christmas tree show, or I'm sorry, the Christmas light show is really neat. The Christmas tree lane thing's neat. Uh, again, just to touch on that, you did touch on it, but to give context, like our friend Debbie Mays, who is big into Mary, she's a big leader in Mary Kay. You know, Debbie? Yes. Um, yeah. So the first year we did that, um, we participated with that. Uh, she had it like, this massive pink Mary Kay pink oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. tree. So these the people who sponsor these trees, they go all out. So it really is something to see. It's not, you're not just walking around the usual Christmas tree fair. Yeah. Here's you're, a tree with some lights on it. Yeah. You're seeing a lot of heart, a lot of spirit uh, thrown into this because they want to get votes for their charity. Because uh, mm-hmm. I think that if I still understood it, if I understood it right, the way you still do it is, you buy your vote ticket and you drop it in the box and then those dollars go to that charity, right? So we actually don't have... Um, you can still vote on site, okay. but it's all electronic now because okay. the um, the paper tickets got a little dicey with the wind. But um, yeah. but you can still vote in person and you can also vote on online, which is great because you don't have to attend Christmas Tree Lane to, cool. to support your nonprofit. Yeah, that's good. Do you, do you have a figure of how much money you've raised with Christmas Tree Lane? So, so far, actually, I just sent the first update out this morning to everyone that's participating. We started, so votes went live on um, Wednesday last week when we first kicked it off. Yeah. And we since then have raised a little bit over $3,300 so far. That's and it cool. goes till the end of December. So um, we're expecting to raise much, much more. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's well great. Done. Yeah. That's great. I mean, again, just a testament to the vision that the owners of the team had, the whole team there, yourself, Mike, those are the only names I know. Sorry for everybody else, but everybody else is really great. I mean, again, I, I would venture a guess that most minor league to independent league baseball stadiums across the nation this time of year are closed. 
They're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. But here you are using your venue for the community, raise charity. Um, you know, the Christmas tree lane thing is a nonprofit thing, but your time is very much quote unquote for profit. You're getting paid. So that still happens. And I, I, I just want to put out like how important this facility is to our community. So when you get time, whether it's in December or in June during baseball season or any time in between, consider this for entertainment. Consider this to go have fun with the family because if this is a strong hub in our community, it comes back to our community through events like this. It really does. And I just, again, I wanted to take the time to specifically call that out. Um, tell me about Shanna's backstage tour. Yeah. So um, we thought it would be a fun idea to open up a little bit early on um, Sunday the 11th, I believe it is, and bring in the kids for um, a backstage tour where Santa himself is going to um, give kids the tour of the stadium. And then we're actually going to end in um, our pinball suite, which we've added a lot of machines to that suite. So it's going to be kind of like a first look of the new pinball suite. And they'll get to um, spend some time in there playing games at the end of the tour and having um, a cookie with Santa and playing pinball. Santa has a busy dance card in December. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A lot going on. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, you know, uh, slightly off topic because we were, we're, Deep in the, the the Christmas conversation, but the pinball museum, uh, I think I think that's what it is, or, or museum or, or mm-hmm. room. Like, what is that? So, um, I'm sure you've been to the stadium before. Anyone else that hasn't, we one of our suite level, um, one of our rooms has pinballs in it. One of the owners is big into pinball. He, if you've heard of the Silver Ball Museum, he has two others: one in Asbury Park, New Jersey, and okay. another one in Florida. Um, not quite sure where in Florida, but it's down there. And the, so the third one is here and we're actually kind of renovating the upstairs to make it, um, just even bigger. It used to be confined to one room, but now we're going to have even bigger space rented out for parties. And, um, the whole room is just filled with pinballs even more than it was before. So we're hoping to kick that off sometime soon too. That's really cool. I mean, anytime you see a pinball machine, you're like checking your pockets for a couple of quarters to like, yeah, you know, pinball wizard. My whole thing about <laughs> games today that kids play and games like we played them quarters in your pocket. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll interrupt my boys. They're playing video games on their computers. Um, and Don Peters, big time fan of our show. Don, thanks for tuning in. She didn't know about the pinball suite here. So we have oh, it here. Yeah. And she was at the one in Asbury. So there you go. Um, That's awesome. But I remind my kids, you know, <laughs> they're like, you know, if they're playing their game, and like, we'll put her on pause. And they said, well, I can't pause this. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. But, well, then die. I don't care. Back <laughs> in my day, do you waste it a quarter? The not asking, they're asking to waste anything. Get up and take out the trash. You know, <laughs> we don't have to go dig for a quarter. That, and, and it's just to get to play point. again. Uh, yeah. Great point. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, I was never into video games yeah, uh, or gaming, game. but, uh, but pinball, yeah. I like pinball. Yeah. 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 Pinball, ski ball, there's a whole yep. generation of arcade games, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah for sure. So uh, I yeah. have a question about um, Christmas. So like if you're a family and you want to come to the ballpark and do everything that you've got going on there, like what do you do? Do you do pull up and get in line for the, the late show, drive through that and then park somewhere to get out to do the tree thing? Or 
what's um, how do you recommend a, a family uh, attack the night at the stadium? Yeah, so um, you don't have to do one to do the other. Just so okay. you know, we would prefer you do both, but. You can um, you can go through the light show without coming inside, or you can come inside without going through the light show. But um, if you want to do to say do the light show first, you come in um, off of Prince Street and then get in line. It's pretty clear where the line is because it can get a little backed up, but mostly it starts right off of Prince Street, and then you go through the light show. And then right after that, there's um, once you're done, you'll get through some directional signage that will tell you where to park. And then head inside. Or if you want to do the inside part first, you come again, um, you'll want to come off of Harrisburg Pike and then park mm-hmm. in the parking lot across the street, just so that way it's you're not waiting in line to just park your car. But um 5:30 to 8:30, most sites will stay open a little bit later um on weekends, but for the most part, that's when it is. Santa is here from six to eight. And then, like you mentioned, we have some some one-off events on the 16th. We have a lot going on on the 16th with um, the reindeer that are coming. And then also afterwards, late at night, we have the 5K where people will run through the lights. I was just going to ask what that is all about. So you run around the field, accumulate 5,000 5K worth steps. And that's called dashing through the lights. Is that right? Do yes. That right? So like three... Three laps through um, through the light show. It's the it's actually backwards, but um, it'll be going. You're going through the light show um, route, and you'll do that three times, and that's a five k. And um, you can still register, and we that night we'll also be taking walk ups if you don't. And we're encouraging people to dress up in fun costumes, a Santa or a gingerbread oh man or anything. Buddy um, and then we'll have a bar open afterwards too. You'll have what afterwards? The bar. We'll have the broken mat open for. Oh yeah, well yeah. You run a five k. You want to, you know, you don't need to hydrate. You need to. I was just gonna say, if anybody of these two should have been asking about five k's, it's him, not me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm obviously peak physical condition for five k's, but uh, (laughs) but I do like the drinking part. (laughs) And we do have. I'll meet you join after the five k. You go run. I'll meet you at the bar and. <laughs> and you can do one lap too. We have a one lap option if you just uh, want to tap out after one. Yeah, that's more my speed. And uh, yeah. did I hear you say reindeer? Yes, reindeer will be here. Um, we started doing that a few years ago, but um, it's a hit. We have reindeer coming on the 16th for people to come and take pictures as well. Just more than one deer, like multiple deer. Um, I do believe it's it's one reindeer. One reindeer. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hey, do you know which one it is? Like which one of the I don't, I you don't know. I don't know yeah. which one it is. Yeah. Well, I figured I'd ask. <laughs> My guess is Blitzen. It's Fitz Blitzen. Yeah. He's at the bar. And that's probably a good <laughs> guess. I think that might actually be the same. <laughs> yeah. Very good. So uh what do you do with the reindeer? Can you get a picture with the reindeer? Is that Yes. Yes, you can get a picture and, and how, the, the woman brings it. No. How close do you get to this reindeer? Like you can give it some pets. Okay, so you okay. So they're 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 tame. We're one week mm-hmm. removed from deer hunting season, so that's good. Right. Nobody's yeah. gonna be confused. There'll be a lot of time for the brain to decompress. Yep. 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 All right. That's cool. cool. Traumatize some children yeah. if that, if those paths cross <laughs> here in <laughs> central Pennsylvania. Yeah, uh, no. That would be bad. We don't want that. But uh, yeah, so we got reindeer pictures, 5K through the lights, wrap up your 5K with some liquid 
drinks. Yeah. At the bar. I'll meet you there. Uh, Dan is backstage to where I saw parents get to ride for free on that, walk for free. Uh, yes. 12 bucks a mm-hmm. kid and there's eat a cookie with Santa and then I guess pictures and, you know, they get to see Santa. So that's cool. Um, you got the light show going on, Christmas tree lane. What's like the last thing you have on your roster? It looks like it's a Girl Scout Christmas. What's that about? Yes. So that is um, a private event. Well, you can oh. buy into it and um, it's upstairs with the Girl Scouts. And it just to, we have a really good relationship with the Girl Scouts. Obviously, we have the Girl Scout um, sleepover during the season. So it's just to kind of keep up our relationship with them and host some things for the community. Cool. Very cool. You yeah. know, those are not Girl Scout cookies in that picture. Those are... No. <laughs> they they probably charge for the rights to use the images of the do-si-dos and the tagalongs. What's your favorite? Girl, I mean, girls, Girl Scouts are stone-cold killers. <laughs> the they, joke. You know, they kind of they kind of laugh at the popcorn the boys do. The girls, oh, are, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the cookies <laughs> are like tend to want differently. Yep. Yep, yep, 100%. I mean, they got ice, Girl Scout cookie ice cream for crying out loud. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. I, yeah. The Thin Mint. I've seen Thin Mint. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't doubt the big guy in food. What, what's your, what's your favorite, uh, Girl Scout cookie? Uh, probably the Thin Mint ones. Yeah. Alexandra? Yeah. Uh, the Tagalongs, peanut butter patties. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I, I didn't know what they were called, but yeah, the ones with the peanut butter peanut butter in there yeah absolutely the best i mean that that's a good uh segue to uh, to uh you know what um amy's doing there uh to enter our contest all you got to do is is comment yep. on social media or youtube tell us your favorite girl scout cookie i know that has nothing to do with the bar starbers other than the fact that you're hosting a girl scout event, <laughs> but uh hey but we'll take the algorithm boost on facebook that's right that's right <laughs> that's right <laughs> but we'll take it um, yeah, so you've got to, you know, none of this happens on your own. It's not just you and Mike there putting on the show. Uh, you got a great team. Obviously, you can't name them all. Uh, anybody else that's really like, you know, doing a great job here throughout December and, and throughout the year even to, uh, to help the mission, uh, happen. Well, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's really, it's a full team effort. But, um, if I had to shout someone else, I would just say maybe our food department because mm-hmm. they, they're working around the clock with um with all the different events that we have here. So they're they're doing a really good job and they have a lot of good things to offer. But yeah, our staff, our staff is great. Um, we have a really good, good team here and a good uh, relationship with everyone. So it's a lot of fun. Sure. Yeah. How how many, like during the season, how many people are employed by the Barnstormers? Employed and and volunteer with obviously it's a huge effort to put on a, a game. Um, how many people are there? So uh, full-time year-round, it's right around the 30 mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and then seasonally, so uh, people that work just the games or events that we have here, we have probably an additional two to 300. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 10x. Yeah. During a game. That's, that's wild. Um, yeah. So what's next for the Barnstormers in the stadium next year and then beyond? Any, uh... Well, um, I don't know if you heard any rumors, but there's we're really close to to getting a turf field. So um, yeah. with that happening, the baseball purists, it's it'll be okay. 
Um, but it'll it'll really it'll really elevate the community center aspect oh, okay. of the um, of the stadium. We'll be able to host even more events. We'll be able to have even more baseball showcases than we have before because with um without the threat of ruining the field, we'll mm-hmm. be able to have tournaments up until pretty much an hour or two before game starts. So there's there will be a lot more that we can do, um, even more community events than before. And we're looking forward to it if if it should happen. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I remember there was something. Uh, I forget what it was. But there was something that I was involved in. That the weather, you know, we were. It was like watching the weather twenty four seven that week. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think it was when we had Bubba throw out the first pick. Oh yeah, yeah, that was. So we helped. Story, I, yeah. I pushed. Yeah. I pushed somebody that used to work on the team there, John. Arisman, mm-hmm. I pushed him hard to get uh, Baba, who uh, is involved with Make-A-Wish, a Make-A-Wish child, to be able to come out and sing. And it was, you know, we got to watch the amount of people on the field because it was raining that week. I mean, it was like... Wasn't that Course of July? It was. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, 20, yeah I remember. 18 or 19. Yeah. 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 It was, yeah, I think it was that It was that pouring. Week. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but the clouds parted, and we had our moment, and the sun it was awesome. So it's good. Yeah, that's so. great. Yeah, the threat of weather is it never um, stops becoming exhausting. But hopefully, hopefully, with a turf field, we can curb some of that. Yeah. So before we segue into our uh, connection cocktail, uh, Alexander, uh, so your your um, director of fan experience. Two questions. What is your favorite fan experience that you like to put together and your favorite like event that you host uh, at the stadium? Um, my favorite fan experience. I really like um, the, we always pick someone before the game to walk up with the manager, Ross Peoples, to um, deliver the lineup card called the captain of the game. And the kids that do that are just so excited to be on the field. And anything really that involves the kids being on the field pregame, it's, um, you know, for me, I'm on the field every single day, every game. But um, for them, it's it's so, it's always new and exciting. And it really never gets old watching people do that. But uh, the captain of the game is a lot of fun. And my favorite event is the RV show. Okay. I don't know if you guys have been to the RV show, but um, we host it in around either end of September, early October every year. We started our first year was in 2020 and it is the most fun event, I think. I just I just really like it. And then right after that is probably Christmas. I mean, you have RVs drive right onto the field and park, right? I mean, that's... Yeah. We have a, they fill the whole field, the whole back lot, front lot, the even like the walkway from one lot to the other. We we pack this place with RVs and it's really really cool. I'm an RVer. I have a camp trailer. Yeah. All, yep. That's where the the turf field would really come in handy, right? I mean, an event like that. Yes, because you can put them everywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, I can I can speak to the uh, the captain of the game thing, and not that one specifically, but um, one time I was there with my daughter, probably four or five years ago, and um, she would have been like eight or nine then, and she got picked to do the. Um, Lineups, or not the lineup, but the the batters during the one of the, the game. Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. I guess it was Hershey's miniature of the game at that point. I don't know if it's the same mm-hmm. sponsor now, but like she had a blast doing that. And the dudes in the booth, I forget their names, but they were really, really cool. Um, she yeah, loved, Tom and John. Yeah, yeah. So that was yeah, that was they're really good with 
Yep. And yeah. I took a video of it and it's like a video we watch every year, like when that memory comes up. So, um, oh. yeah, it's one of those lasting things from the, from the ballpark. Yep. That's awesome. very good. Well, thank you for sitting here talking with us about all things Barnstormers. You got yeah. a tremendous amount of events going on. We're not going to dig into all of them here as we wrap up. I guess just go to LancasterBarnstormers.com and um, mm-hmm. get the calendar. It's probably right there on the homepage, all the events. But Christmas Tree Lane, Christmas Spirit Light Show, Santa's Backstage, pictures of the reindeer. There's lots of great stuff going on. Um, so check that out, LancasterBarnstormers.com. But Alexandra, before we depart, it's our Lancaster Famous Connection Cocktail, where you tell us the cool things you like doing in and around Lancaster. So I'll start off. What's your favorite thing to do in town? Uh, my favorite thing to do in town. This is extremely random. Um, aside from going to a Barnstormer game, by the way. Um, good, good I, plug. I, good plug, yeah. Um, my coworkers and I, almost every Wednesday, go to Springhouse Trivia Night. Oh. So um, that's really fun. We're extremely competitive uh, with the trivia but um, it's it's just a fun thing to do outside of the office. But really, anything on um, downtown, visiting all the shops, I really enjoy. Very good. So, who, who wins a trivia night? Um, not our team. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think we came, the best we ever did was we came in second on um on a night where not a lot of other teams were there. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I know. I know. But, trivia uh, people are like hardcore trivia people. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. So yeah. that's that's all that matters. The more people we have, the more um, contentious it gets because there's too many opinions. There you go. There you go. So you shared your your favorite event, uh, your your the annual event you like to go to related to the barnstormers. Let's uh, and and usually we encourage guests to to you know be self serving with the, the annual event they like <laughs> to do. But since you have so many events at the barnstormer stadium, we talked about a lot of what's a non Clipper magazine event that you like to go to in Lancaster? Um, I pretty much any of the like downtown fest that they do, like celebrate Lancaster, um, restaurant week, mm-hmm. any anything that just kind of celebrates the businesses downtown where you get to kind of roam around, I really enjoy. That's cool. Yeah, they have a few where they just shut off blocks and have yeah. a good time. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, to wrap it up. So uh we didn't ask this. Are you from Lancaster? I'm from Berks County, so pretty close, but it's a different world, I think. Right. Where where in Berks County? Um, I went to Governor Mifflin, so like yep. a little right outside of Reading, but Shillington ish. Yep. That's cool. Very good. So yeah. what part of Lancaster do you like to uh impart on friends and family when they make the thirty mile mm-hmm. trek south to uh to Lancaster from Berks? <laughs> I know. That's um I I know I keep harping on this, but maybe I would just say like the there's so much more to do here, in my opinion, like uh, downtown, not even downtown, but in just the general small town areas, Mount Joy, Lidditz. I just think that it has a lot more to offer. So I would say just su- supporting the local communities, if that's an answer. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good great. answer. Yeah. Good answer. All right. Well, very good. Listen, this has been a lot of fun. Um, Thanks for pinch hitting. Yes. Yes. No. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, very good. Um, we appreciated your time. Again, please check out everything that the Barnstormers are doing at LancasterBarnstormers.com. They really do. Um, they really do care. Uh, you, you know, there's a lot of ways you can say that. 
There's fewer ways you can do that. And there's one way you can show it. And that's with a big old stadium in the heart of downtown Lancaster. And they've got it and they use it as a great hub. So uh, please, if you're listening, watching, somebody's asking you about what to do on a given weekend, maybe you think about going to LancasterBarnstormers.com, check out what they've got going on. Certainly this Christmas season, you can expand that joy and cheer by going uh, to the stadium and checking out any number of the events going on. So please do that. Alexandra will make sure you have a great time. It's her job, part of her whole experience yeah, thing. I don't so, know how she keeps it all straight with yeah. everything. Oh, hey. oh. <laughs> I, I saw on the calendar, you're going hard in the paint until December 23rd. I bet you Christmas Eve day, you're going to be really happy. It's time to just kick back and relax with your family. Yes, <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah. So Lancaster Barnstormers for all things Christmas this season. Be sure to check it out. Alexandra, thanks so much for being on the show. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Well, we've got a handful of people commenting. You get into our contest for our less storm, more cuddle drinkware. Right there. Hydro flask I have. Ben has the tumbler. Um, or a restaurant gift card. I saw we actually need to replenish the restaurant gift cards. Uh, so we'll have to do that. But uh, we still have some. But... Um, you get into that by commenting and we spin the prize later at the end of our show. So this is kind of like the last call. Uh, if you want to be a guest and we're coming up on the time of year where we're going to take a couple of weeks off with holidays and whatnot. Um, but uh, we're booking into January at this point. Mm -hmm. So if you know of any great charity or any business that's doing really good for the community, like the Barnstormers, we'd love to have you on. Go to LancasterConnects.com slash guest. While you're there, you can catch previous episodes, all 73 previous episodes and 74th, you can watch uh, on LancasterConnects.com and also YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, any, other, any of those places. So yeah. uh, we've got a couple of testimonials, of course. Uh, I don't know that we mentioned, but we are live in Gardner's Mattress and More uh, retail establishment. We are a mattress store on the Boulevard. In Lancaster. And we get some testimonies. We get some people that say nice things about us. I'm sure this is going somewhere. Mail day. Mail day. Mail day. It's always good when we get uh, mail. Mm -hmm. uh, and that mail is happy testimonials. So right. we got two today. Um, so Heather uh, wrote that Drew was phenomenal and the best customer and sales experience uh, we've ever had. Informative and no pressure. So we've heard that um, a few times mm -hmm. uh, as a theme. And uh, Maureen uh, wrote that our process was excellent and she would definitely refer it to friends. So, um, and these are, uh, you might not be able to see, but handwritten testimonials. I should have kept the envelopes. They came in the envelope today. Um, they one day we'll have to like do a, do a live open of an envelope. I like that. Yeah. Working without a net. It <laughs> could be under that. I don't know. It's very <laughs> rare. We get together. Extremely rare. We don't say we're perfect. That would be the day. Well, and you know, anytime we do get feedback like that, it helps us improve that's right. what we do. That's right. So, can't but, improve what you don't know. That's right. But if you want to check out all the reviews, uh, we do have them cataloged. If you got back pain, neck pain, snoring, you're just looking to replace that old mattress. You're somebody who really values a great experience, which my role here, that's like my whole thing that I bring here to the team. Uh, go to gardenersmattressandmore.com slash reviews. And we've got them all cataloged by those uh, specific verticals of either experience or pain point. Uh, we, we can show you that we help people just like you. That's what it's there for. Because uh, we'd rather have our customers speak for us than us tell you how great we are. 
So my sleep better tip for you is water. Drink water. It's why we have our hydro flasks. Um, you know, the, the medical community will tell you that uh, you should drink about half your body weight in ounces. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you should drink 100 ounces of water a day. Um, which might seem like a lot, but it's three of these a day. Thereabouts. Yep. Okay. Um, so if you break it down simply like that, uh, it's pretty simple. If you're 150 pounds, you drink 75 ounces, that would be like two and a half of these hydro flasks. Okay. So break that down into like little chunks. Um, and you know, you can do the big old jug thing. There's, I've seen those where you fill it up and mm -hmm. it's like, start out almost there, keep going. Great. You did it. It's got to print it on the mm -hmm. side. Yep. You can tell I'm not the guy they call on to print those things on the side. Um, but they exist. They're great little, great little devices, but that water helps flush the toxins from your body. Actually does help you sleep a lot better because a lot happens in your body overnight to kind of regenerate itself and having water as opposed to caffeinated drinks, which you stop at two, uh, sugary drinks like soda, you know, your body's got to process all that stuff first. Then it gets to that water part of that content. But if you're just giving it straight water, uh, you'll feel a lot better. Um, and you'll sleep better as well. If you want more tips like that, we'll mail you a copy of this book, Sleep Better. Imagine that. Uh, we'll mail that to you at gardenersmattressandmore.com slash sleep dash better is where you go. And uh, we'll mail you out a copy for free. So are you recommending water after the 5K then? Yeah, with uh, scotch. That's school <laughs> water gotcha. <laughs> one in one hand, one in the other. Uh, yeah, there I mean, go. you know, yeah. look, everything in moderation. There you go. Right. 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 I choose to moderate my running. <laughs> Keep it all about balance. It's that's all right. about balance. That's right. So anyway, um, so that's that. I guess it's surprisingly. Yeah. Fire Isn't that, that up. Got a handful of comments. I like that Amy is... Uh, Watching from out of town. Yeah. Like moving into the area. Then and then being for a winner. There you go, Amy. Yeah. So whenever you get into town, I think that's what we took from your comments that you're oh, moving great. into the area. You're a winner. Stop in. You know, you say you won on the show and, uh, and that's that. And you can collect your prize, but uh, we appreciate you tuning in for sure. Yeah. And if you happen to need a new mattress during your move to Lancaster, we're yep. your people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're your people. Yep. You'll be there in four months. Well, we'll be here too, for sure. All right. Well, we did it. it. Another episode down, episode 74. Two more episodes to go in the year. Two more in the year. I thought you were going to say two more to 75. I'm like, what kind of math is that? <laughs> well, you never know. That same kind of calculating <laughs> math. We're not going to be here for 100 years. Anyway. Next week, we've got Universal. Universal uh, Gym in our... Universal in, Fitness. In, in Mannheim Township. And then the 76th episode is a special one. You don't want to miss that. Very special one. It's a very special. There's going to be um, all kinds of feet. Yeah. And airings. Feet. We're going to leave it at that. Feet and airings for episode 76 on the 19th. Uh, we'll see you next time on Lancaster Connects. Take care. Bye.